This time we're at Pumpkin Hill. You ain't ready. I ain't gonna hey, wait, wait, wait. It's, it's, not it's not Halloween anymore, man. Oh, so, so we, should change, <laughs> we should change the music, huh? Yeah, probably. What, what do you have in mind? I can think of something we both like. Okay, okay. Welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. Seasons change, things change, but we're still the same old crew bringing you the Geekly Review. <laughs> As always, I am your co-host, Dom, a.k.a. Brother Dom. I'm doing great, and once again, I am joined by the lovely, the incomparable, the... The Stephanie. The Stephanie. <laughs> uh, here I am, Stephanie, a.k.a. Captain Steph on Twitter, a.k.a. The Snow Queer on Tumblr, and we are back um, from vacation with another Geekly Reveal for all of you. We are back, we are back, and... Wow, things change quick as far as how you can feel <laughs> from being on vacation to going back to the real world. How you doing, Steph? Um, I had a crappy week, but an excellent weekend, <laughs> so I'm feeling I'm feeling better, and I'm so ready for this election to be over. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I fit such a level of done. I, I'm, and I hate saying words like this, but I'm so done. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I can't even. I'm trying to, and I can't even. It's it's the weirdest thing. Let's talk about some nerdy stuff. How's that? Let's do that. That sounds more fun. Steph, what are you playing, reading, listening to? <laughs> oh, well, not playing much of anything except I um have been trying to get back into the uh, the the Halloween Pokemon Go push. Really did actually get me and apparently a lot of other people back into the uh, the game. I went through like. 200,000 XP in the last like, <laughs> week and a half. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, after like barely playing it all for um, like a month, six weeks. So that's been We just fun. needed some ghosts. That's all we needed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Super dope. Yeah. You got a lot of reading done over vacation too, right? Yeah, I read a lot of stuff over vacation. Nothing that really stuck with me. Um, uh, I mean, Squirrel Girl was great. Like, it was that so was good. fantastic, <laughs> but like none of the books that I brought with me were like particularly memorable. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah, I was reading a lot during that. I'd say I caught up on the Sonic comic, but I didn't catch up to with what I brought. And also, they're about two-year-old comics, so catching up <laughs> to two years ago is not really that much of an achievement. But I've been playing Overwatch, surprising no one. I'm shocked. And wow, it's, that game will piss you all the way off <laughs> but speaking of overwatch finally after months that felt like years they released their new character Woo. to the public sombra well she's not playable but they showed us what she looks like which was confirming the leaks they showed us her abilities her backstory her story and she's super super cool i'm gonna say she seems like she's just gone straight to like base status for everyone Yes, absolutely. Um, she <laughs> she's all, she's at the same time like like cishet dude bait and like super gay lesbian Tumblr bait at the same time, which means Blizzard is like, give us your money. <laughs> They've reached peak uh, marketability. That's there it is, and no one has said anything purposely racist. You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. No one's like, oh darn Mexicans. They were just like, I saw someone put a sombrero on her, but Reaper has a sombrero, so it's eh. <laughs> but she's super cool. Do you know how old she is? I heard she's supposed to be 30. Yes, I wasn't sure if it, if you had followed that. I wasn't going to guess that. I was putting her at a solid like 23, like uh Yeah. Like around the kids like Lucio and Diva and Chaser to an extent, mm-hmm. but yeah, people are up in arms about how she's being portrayed in the fandom. I've just been watching gameplay videos, so I didn't know what the fandom was up to other than <laughs> general fandom horniness so i didn't know anyone was babyfying her which i guess is a thing that's weird yeah (laughs) but she's purple and purple aesthetic is cool and people are already cosplaying her so i look forward to the next convention i go to to see what they do yeah you gotta watch these videos steph they're so good you can get done with the whole thing in like an hour and your (laughs) life will be at least five percent better and then i can have background for all for um any overwatch fanfics i read in the future as much as anybody else. <laughs> Moving right along. You know what got announced a couple days ago? Oh, I do know. I'm 
pretty hype about it. It's the damn Hamilton mixtape, finally. Yes. You want? You have anything to say cool about that? Before um, I talk forever on it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're, you probably have more of a, uh, a knowledge of most of the artists on it than I do. I was, like, I recognize names, but I don't recognize musical styles. Except for as white as this sounds, I'm, I'm just like show like peak whiteness today with my apple cider and my pumpkin cookies and bring and saying that Kelly Clarkson was the uh, <laughs> the artist <laughs> with whose musical of I'm most familiar with on <laughs> the Hamilton mixtape. But that's fair. I mean, <laughs> so the two preview tracks are a My Shot remix, which was a proper thorough remix, like. Only the chorus is the same. It's completely overdone or overhauled. I wouldn't say overdone. It's done the right amount. And <laughs> Kelly Clarkson's, which is essentially a cover of It's Quiet Uptown. That's the one I've been listening to the most. It's beautiful. I really like it. Yeah, it's really it's like, I mean, she's just kind of seems like the perfect person to yeah. take that. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, The My Shot remix, I love it as a song. It's just kind of... I kind of want to listen to Hamilton right now, and this has the same feel, but it's different lyrics, and it took me so long to learn the original lyrics. <laughs> but it's so good. I already pre-ordered it. I might cancel my pre-order on Amazon just to get it on, like, Google Play or something. Mm-hmm. But apparently you can pre-order the physical CD, and I'm like, I kind of want that. I don't need it at all, but I want it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I need someone to advise me on that. It's like four extra dollars, but there might be a little cool book. Yeah, I like having the... The, like little liner notes exactly that's what i want um but other than that I, december 2nd is going to put me on another two-year cycle of hamilton anyway so <laughs> um, i'm pretty excited about that nice yeah so friends romans countrymen country people <laughs> country homies uh go check that out there's some good songs you get when you pre-order it or you can just buy them straight up it's so lovely so going from music this is a horrible transition. <laughs> we have a few stories. Steph, you want to pull the next one? Yeah, so um, we... Save re- me, please. <laughs> so we, last time we talked to you in a Geekly reveal, we talked about some covers of comic books. Ah, um, uh, yes. That is, there continue to be comic book covers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, there's some good news and some other good news and some horrible things going on <laughs> in comic books as usual so dom you want to take the first one yeah so i need a little bit of background on it but you know the first let me get this straight the first f- black female owner of a comic book shop correct yes she yes. was put on she's on the cover of the new Ironheart. I yeah believe. and that's awesome they did a, a another variant cover that has and i don't know her name bad of me but the, the lady who owns a comic book shop because it's also a coffee she also has like a coffee shop in there like sitting at one of the tables in her co- in the comic slash coffee book shop wow coffee book shop <laughs> <laughs> you know um, coffee book shop that's a good no, idea but, that's yeah. a good idea someone should let barnes and noble know um oh yes <laughs> but um <Meh. laughs> the uh but they're, they're just like sitting hanging out in the coffee shop yeah her, her name actually, I looked it up because we have the technology, Ooh. Arielle Johnson. Nice, I knew it started with an A. Yes. So she um, owns Amalgam Comics and Coffee House, Inc. It's in Philly, so the other side of PA is doing some good work on comics. <laughs> yeah, and they have her on a cover with Riri, and looks like Iron Man's like in the back doing something else, but <laughs> Ariel has like the coffee, and she's chilling, and it looks really cool. So yay for representation, and yay for awesomeness. Yeah, and... Continuing from Riri, the the, uh, the guy we talked about last time, J. Scott Campbell, who drew the uh, the sexualized teen who didn't look like a teen Riri <laughs> cover that caused such a scandal, um, and then afterward, like doubled down on his work and was like, oh no, well, like damn SJWs, yeah, <laughs> um, complaining about things that are a big deal, went back and drew a different picture of Riri. I don't, I'm not sure if it's actually going to end up on a cover or not, but it's... I think he just kind of drew it for, like, vindication to say, look, see, I can do a good job. Yeah, I think that was more of the uh, the deal, but he drew a much more respectful and teenager 
and very sweet, actually, a picture of Riri just kind of, like, chilling with the the armor helmet. Yeah, just kind of, like, mecking around with mechs and stuff. Exactly. Actually has a lot of character, you know, it's the most important part about art is giving your characters character, which this did, rather than just sassy black woman. Mm-hmm. So props to, even though he didn't admit his mistake, kind of, you know, admitting his mistake and giving us some decent art to see. So, so that's the good news. <laughs> Both the bad and the ugly. Um, yeah, it's, it's went straight past bad. This is... <laughs> straight to ugly. Bad is excusable. This was pretty, as close to unexcusable as you can be. Yeah, so an Italian comic book convention, its first mistake was giving Frank Cho and Milo Minara an hour to talk about their art of women, because... It was a women in comics panel, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the the women in comics panel that... Had no have women. Had no women. Um, Yay, comics. But, so they, um... They are two artists who are extremely well known for their... Pervert. Yeah, their, their <laughs> cheesecakey art is a uh, kind way to say it um (laughs) they draw very sexualized almost like often unrealistically posed um yeah it's like it's not good art even on its own you know there's yeah there's something to be said about like cheesecake art that's like well you objectified a woman but you know you understand the basic biology and physics and (laughs) that kind of thing um Frank Cho, most recently, before this, they, they really should, like, the how there's the DC counter, has DC done something terrible lately? Frank Cho needs one of his own, because his last news before this was that he was, that he walked off of drawing Wonder Woman covers for Wonder Woman Rebirth, because the writer of Wonder Woman Rebirth, Greg Rucka, who's writing a very feminist and, like, women-friendly comic book, didn't approve of one of his variant covers that had Wonder Woman, again, posed in a very sexualized and gross way. And so then he jumped right from that to this, which in which was a, um, at the end of the panel, after which these two men talked about drawing women for an hour, Milo Minara gifted Frank Cho with a piece of artwork that he claimed was a shot at the, uh, the free speech like a shot for free speech warriors all over, like people who are those damn SJWs trying to uh, censor us. <laughs> censor us. Um, Good lord. Which was a picture of Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, climbing over a wall in such a way and wearing a suit that was not really a suit and more of a very very detailed paint job because you could see her actual asshole and her labia, um, in this quote-unquote suit i'm making enormous air quotes right now (laughs) like oh like oh you told us censors oh we're totally trying to censor you from drawing labia on the cover of a comic book like in a you know in a comic book shop that anyone can go to of any age just sitting there on a non-r-rated non-nc-17 comic book this is what you would want to do, and I mean, it was... we are bad people for wanting that to not be the art that represents comics. Yeah, I mean, like, that that picture itself wasn't something he was trying to put on a comic book. It was just, like, his gift to Frank Cho from one free speech warrior to another. But, like, that's <laughs> what he draws anyway. Like, it's just the logical end point of the kind of art he draws. And if Sex Criminals has to come in a, like, a poly bag... <laughs> than his car should do. Well, I think we've hit a new low with the butthole. Um, <laughs> that's the name of my new band. <laughs> um, but what's what's why did sorry, se- why did sex criminals have to get covered? Was it was there was there, there dong? was nudity on yeah there was nudity on the cover. What male nudity or female nudity? Possibly like, both. Just... I'm not. I, I honestly don't remember what the cover exactly was, but it was just like. They made a fun game of it, like they had like variant covers, and like Chip and Matt drew on some of the one, some of them, like. But the uh, the understanding was, even this if this is a sex re- book, <laughs> yeah. Regardless of what kind of nudity they were covering, it was nudity and something sexual that should not be visible to the all ages audience of a comic book store. Absolutely. So, I don't. I just. I don't understand the impetus. That, like, I don't get that. 
and this, I, I'm not even trying to not all men at this point. I'm really just curious. <laughs> like, do these guys really believe that people are trying to censor them or that people are being prudes? Like, like they can't misunderstand. Like, this isn't difficult. Yeah, like, there's such a fundamental misunderstanding of, like, this why isn't... Why people are upset. <laughs> yeah, why people are upset. Like, it's not that we don't... We, like, I support your right to draw Spider-Woman's labia wherever you want to on your own time. But, like... People have made careers of such things. Yeah, like, but Spider-Woman is a female-led book about a hero who's been, like, the victim of sexual trauma on, like, numerous occasions. And oh, jeez, of course, because of comic books. Because comic books. And it has a female audience that Marvel is trying to appeal to. Like, Marvel <laughs> has realized that they want the money of everyone and not just half of the people. And if you want to work for a company, and not only that, they're owned by Disney. Like, if you want to work for Disney... Maybe don't draw anuses. Yeah, you don't get to draw buttholes. Like, I'm sorry. Like, or, or at least not for the work you draw for Disney. Like... That's pretty fair. I think that's a fair... <laughs> draw what all if... the buttholes you want on your own time. What if... See, like... This is why Donald Duck's gonna have to wear pants. Because of Frank Cho. <laughs> Because that's, I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot else to be said. I mean, you have a respectable show like Geekly Reveal having the say the word butthole this many times. I'm not complaining, but we've had to hit a new low, and this is Frank Cho's fault completely. I'm blaming yep. him. Yep, this, I blame him. Because we were supposed to get there, and it was supposed to be on our terms, and we were going to have like a big joke about it, but no, people got to go... <laughs> draw a horrible cheesecake fan art of things that they draw canonically but no they gotta go be ridiculous and screw up our whole pacing of jokes and now i'm just upset it's it's it's, it's, un it's unfair to all of us <laughs> is what i'm getting at i don't <sighs> comics are gonna get better one day right i i can only imagine i feel like there's so much good happening even in the last couple of years the good is outpacing the bad so well we'll get there we'll get there well, Squirrel Girl was good. No one was over-sexualized in Squirrel Girl, so there's that. Yes, and Squirrel Girl, in fact, takes the uh, the extra step of making his heroine look kind of dumpy. Like, like on purpose. Like, Squirrel Girl's thing is not being cute. like Or, like, being attractive, per se. Like, she's cute, but she's not, like, good-looking, and that's intentional. Like, that's her... That's not part of her character. I mean, they tried she's anyway. kind of squirrely. Like. <laughs> she's kind she's still cute. I don't she's know. She's still kind of cute, yeah. And everybody in that whole book was pretty good looking. I don't know. There's, yeah. Maybe I just have very wide preferences. <laughs> I don't know. I have a question about Squirrel Girl. I probably have an answer. So she has a prehensile tail. That's one of her powers, right? Correct. Is is that just like a tool? Like, is it... Is it, is it how, how does it get there? It's not always there. Uh, I, I don't remember the... I don't know her origin story, so I don't know how she got okay. the proportional strength of a squirrel. Um, and it's also strange that like she has a squirrel tail, but she does not have squirrel ears. Like that's a headband she wears, part of her costume. But the tail's only there when she's in costume, is what I mean. But like she, when she's uh, just... she tucks it into her pants. She has like a very <laughs> <laughs> a huge a huge booty when she is not. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, it's like a running oh. joke is that she is like a a large posterior when she is not. In action. Oh, okay. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't look that hard. I just realized that it wasn't always there, and I'm like, this seems unlikely. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it is part of her. It's it's in, in in the ongoing comic they reference it like that she tucks it in. Okay. But it wasn't it wasn't mentioned in the the graphic novel. We are talking, dear listeners, about the Squirrel Girl <laughs> beats up the Marvel Universe. It's so good. Graphic novel, which was delightful, which we both read on vacation. Yeah, it's the first experience I have with her, uh, Squirrel Girl her canon which is one of the few marvel comics i've actually read <laughs> and it was great because it wasn't melodramatic and tony stark was there and he was charming too so you know yeah. what more could you want there you go and there's a, there's a black character and she didn't just get like crapped on the whole time i fucking nice. love nancy nancy's awesome I don't know her name or any of the other people's names <laughs> because their name wasn't on the cover. And again, first chance reading it. Yeah, she, she's she's also in the, the ongoing comic book. She's Squirrel Girl's college roommate, Nancy Whitehead. Would you recommend reading it? I would. It's it's the same creative team. It's the same author and 
artist and so this has the same kind of humor and like the little like subtitles at the bottom and it's very good cool we'll have to pick that up (laughs) i think i when i when i recommended it on lady girl i said something along the lines of if you like fun you will like this book or if you hate people who hate fun then you will hate (laughs) people who hate this book something very like roundabout like that but that's fair yeah cool whoa We've had a nice strong start. I think we should give these folks some lovely music to listen to. I think that's a good idea. Let's so, listeners, you're listening to music right now. I hope you like it, and we'll see you after the break. back you guys like that break hope you like that one it's good music as always if you want to hear that song again or just know who made it or it's your song you want to make sure you got credited look at the show notes it's right there we always support artists you know gotta support indies everyone's indie right yeah so we are back from the break and we're going to talk about some more stuff because you guys came for content i keep saying you guys it might be exclusive my apologies you folks came for the awesome content this is the home for it so we're here to talk about awesome content, such as the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> Steph, have you heard about this? I have not heard of it, but I have not also heard forwards that are more like peak Dom contents since we stopped talking about buttholes, so. <laughs> you put my shit on front street. Okay. That's cool. Anyway. <laughs> Compose. So... The director of Deadpool, you may have heard that him and Ryan Reynolds kind of are seeing some creative differences, but it doesn't seem to be like they're pissed at each other, just literally creative differences. So he figured, I kind of want to do something snarky. There's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie in the works with Sony, I believe, and I think he's going to be the one uh, producing it, kind of making it. It's going to be CG animated slash live action. It's going to be a family film, and who else? They're working with a guy who makes the Fast and the Furious movie, so like it's going to be quality, but probably really cheesy, and <laughs> I am so incredibly excited about it. I'm going to say, it sounds like they've got the right team for it. I mean, you can't play it too seriously. Like, No one wants to see a serious Sonic the Hedgehog movie other than... Yeah, for real. Maybe like five minutes is a joke, but I don't... Ugh. I'd watch it. I'm excited, so I hope they make it. I As long as it's better than a 4 out of 10, I'll be happy. And I'm going to see it even if it's not... That's the kind of person I am. So yes, that's our that's the Sonic news. And speaking of people putting people's business on Front Street, let's talk about some gay stuff, Steph. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, Subtext. <laughs> so uh, the the gay stuff Dom is is referring to in this case is that Dumbledore is apparently appearing. I don't know what just happened in my mouth. Um, Dumbledore is appearing <laughs> um, in both this and future Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movies. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to title the rest of them. I've seen some really funny posts comparing them to the uh, the the Fast and the Furious <laughs> series, like Too two Fantastic, bi- <laughs> two, two beasts. Fantastic, Two Beasts, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which just like. It's so ridiculous it makes me laugh. But on topic, J.K. Rowling has confirmed that Dumbledore will be in these movies and he will be openly gay. Um, unlike in the books where it was just word of God that he is gay, like way after the he is dead and the books are over. And 
we also have learned that Grindelwald will be appearing in these movies, presumably as some sort of distant villain who we eventually have to uh, overthrow. And as readers of the books maybe may remember, Grindelwald was at least Dumbledore's first crush, if not his actual boyfriend. (laughs) The requitedness of that is unclear. Grindelwald is also like Wizard Hitler, like even way more so than way more of a parallel than Voldemort even, because like he was a German wizard who believed in blood purity and like Oh my god. They, like wizarding camps, like for like all kind of nonsense. Like oh my the god. Dumbledore's battle with him to defeat him was like uh closely paralleled with the end like it happened in nineteen forty five. Like okay. it's very paralleled with world war ii so go ahead quick question yes so so he fought this dude in 1945 you said so um did world war ii happen in the harry potter universe yes presumably yes so there's both standard hitler and wizard hitler (laughs) yes um if they were able to stop magic hitler i'm guessing they did Mm -hmm. uh why didn't they go help the muggles stop the real one well, they didn't stop the Magic Hitler until 1945 either, so uh, y- presumably okay. they were busy. <laughs> That's my only, I mean, why didn't they, why haven't they cured cancer? Like, why haven't, like... Okay, That's, you're right. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's a, that's a big question. <laughs> Why did they stop slavery in America? Yeah. That's, that could have been a useful pop, use of a Patronus. I don't know. I just said a magic word. I don't know what it means. <laughs> but anyway... The latest stink about, we've buried the lead incredibly deep here, but the latest stink about hey. the uh, the Harry Potter movie is that, is that Johnny Depp has been cast in, in it, and he is supposed to be, apparently has a very small role in the first movie, but his role will be increasing as the movies go on. And probably 10 or 12 years ago, I don't know that I could have contained my excitement about what two of my favorite things, Johnny Depp and Harry Potter existing in the same universe. Um, now not so much. So far recently, the things that come to mind when I think of Johnny Depp are spousal abuse and continuous, yeah, which, yeah, and continuously playing whitewashed characters. So, and associating with Tim Burton, who is apparently a super racist that we didn't know about until recently. What? (laughs) That shouldn't be funny. What? Scissor hands guy is a racist. Well, someone asked him, um, why are there no black people in any of your movies until Miss Peregrine's Home for Imaginary Children or Peculiar Children? And he was like, and then that was Sam Jackson playing a monster who chases people in the dark and eats their souls. And he was like, I just. Not a bad role for Sam Jackson, though, to be yeah, fair. To be fair, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I just. They're not part of my aesthetic, like, or something like that. He said, like, people of color, I just can't imagine them in my, in the roles that I'm writing, or something, like. Okay, well. Super ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that is not the most racist thing it's a director has yeah. done in the last five years. Even last <laughs> that, year, sadly, yes. But. That should be, that should be so bad, and to me, I'm like, okay, fine, dude, like, I don't <laughs> care that much, like, you, you didn't say that black people shouldn't be in movies, which is... Which has been said, I feel like, recently. Damn it, man. Yeah. The bar is so low. I know. Of course we have spandex buttholes now, because <laughs> this is this is what we've done. We deserve this. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, I don't, yeah, I don't so... know if I care what the worst, the, the director of the worst Willy Wonka movie had to say, so. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, so, Johnny Depp sucks. Um, nobody likes him anymore. Um, including me, and I don't know why he has to be in my fucking Harry Potter movie that I'm already, that already has also come under fire for not having any black people in it, in Harlem in 1925. Like, <laughs> I, oh my god. So, See, that's less racist than Tim Burton. Right there. <laughs> it is right there. It's, good lord, I can't, I can't. So yeah, so now I'm just like, I was already of like very conflicted about this movie because I just I I I'm very strong believer in death of the author and I don't know why JK Rowling has to continue giving us content that we don't want um 
because even, the pockets are getting empty. <laughs> Death even, of a bank account. Right? <laughs> even though I am invested in seeing, like, gay, actual canonical gay Dumbledore on a big movie screen. That's what. That's how they split the difference. Johnny Depp's like, I need work. And everyone in Hollywood's like, dude, we, we can't. And he's like, what if somebody's gay in a dearth of gay representation? And someone's like... This is how you keep still getting work. You are a terrible <laughs> person. You are a smart person. Apparently, in this made-up scenario where I'm complimenting a terrible person, that's why it's hypothetical. And that's yeah, that's my that's my theory. That's how he got cast is because he offered to do it. Yeah, and I just the thing the, the worst thing about it is that they already cast that like, Grindelwald and Dumbledore, like young Grindelwald and young Dumbledore already exist. Or, like there are already actors who have played those people in the flashbacks in the Deathly Hallows movie, so I don't know why they couldn't just ask them to come back. Um, um I'd say because they got older, but Johnny Depp's probably pretty old at this point, so that's out yeah. the window. Um, and also, as long as we're going for like authenticity, <laughs> so far all of pretty much all of the main characters in the books have been played by someone of the same nationality as the characters. Like, okay, like there wasn't a single wasn't in. Um, I think we we went back and forth talking about this last week, but like, not a single main character in any of the books was played by, or like a Brit- British character in the books was played by an American actor. There was no one. Like oh, okay. people, That's like cool. the guy Victor Crumb, the Bulgarian guy, was played by someone. I don't not sure from Bulgaria, but from Eastern Europe. Like they everyone, were close. yeah, they were close. Like everyone was. They were like, this is a British series, and we're going to cast British actors in it. And That's fair. Yeah, and so it seems weird to me that Johnny Depp would be cast to play a German guy. Well, they also gave up yeah. a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's also not false. Even Scott Pilgrim did that. All the people in that that are supposed to be Canadian are Canadian actors, which is pretty cool. That's cool. That's Yeah, I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the only, well, and then like, yeah, I think she's like one of the only Americans in there. So that's pretty cool. That's an interesting thing to do. Chris no one Evans. would have called them on. Chris Evans is an American, yeah. <laughs> I think the exes are American. Okay. Except for the ones that are obviously not American, mm-hmm. which I think is just the Karinagi twins because they're from Asia. Yeah, very Japanese. So. Hey, you know. Yay, representation. Yeah. All right, well, moving on from that. Yes, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get happy There's again. There's some trailers that we're pretty hyped about. There's always trailers, and they're getting good. So let's go from men being terrible to men at least being pretty interesting and cool. Uh, <laughs> the Lego Batman trailer came out. Who would have thought we'd talk about that? <laughs> and it looks fun. It looks really cool. I-, I don't know. It just seems like the people making that team, like the team making the Lego movies are like, we want to have fun with this and people want to have fun with this. And I don't know. It just looked really interesting. And I'm not a huge fan of DC other than Batman. And even then it's kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like I had no interest in seeing Batman v Superman before, even before we thought it was going to be bad. Uh-huh. Just like the premise, I'm like, I, I don't care. I thought Ben Affleck was going to do a good job as Batman, and apparently he did. So, grats. But I just don't care. But a Lego Batman movie that's funny, interesting, yeah, I'm, I'm all down for that. Have you seen that trailer? I haven't seen that trailer. I, um, it, it like the Lego, I feel like it's something that I knew was around or coming, but I had not. Like it, it hadn't it hadn't crossed crossed like my t- Twitter timeline or like my Facebook or anything, so I didn't actually sure. watch it. Yeah, the reason I saw it was um, Movie Bob tweeted about it, and I kind of share his sentiment on it. He's like, "What if the Lego movies are the ones to really keep DC out of the, like out of the bla- <laughs> out of the red?" And it's people are like, "Oh, we like fun Batman. We don't like dark, sad Batman as much anymore. Like that's so 2000 and late. We love Lego Batman." <laughs> And it just was cool. It's the same Batman, Will Arnett. He's the same guy who played Batman in the Lego movie, which mm-hmm. I need to watch. Um, so it seems like anybody who was in that movie, they just kept them. But those are always really tongue-in-cheek. That They don't feel like kids' movies, even though they're not adult. Mm-hmm. They like make jokes that are, the, these jokes are for the adults. These jokes are for the kids. These are ones for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of stuff with that that doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's punching down or anything either. It just feels kind of silly and cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait, is Carrie Kelly in this? The Carrie Kelly Robin? I don't well, know redhead, what that means. Like the redhead girl is Robin. Mm, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm see. I'm just. I googled it. I googled just Lego Batman movie and Google images, and I'm seeing a lot of pictures that look like 
her? She's a... Yeah, it looks like. She's a Robin um, from The Dark Knight Returns, which is the comic book that was kind of what Batman v Superman was based on. Like, it was about, like, an older Batman having to come back to fight a Superman who's gone kind of rogue. rogue. Yeah, um, but she's... She, like... And it's, like, long after the Robins have, like, either died or retired, and she just kind of pops up and is like, Hey, I'll be your Robin. She has, like, red hair and, like, big green glasses and... Mm. I thought my, I'm not sure those those things sound possible. I think it was a, a boy Robin, but it, it at one point in the trailer it seems like there's a few Robins or at least a little Bat family. So I don't know who else. I don't have them on the floor. Yeah, and they go stop the Joker, who's kind of being like, "I'm Lego Joker, so still wild and still gonna kill people." But the max I can do is just change them into little Lego bits that can be rebuilt. So it's <laughs> it's actually funny. But DC's not dropping the ball recently. You wanna talk about this next part? Yeah, I'll, uh, I would be happy to. Um, so the next thing that we want to talk about is the Wonder Woman trailer. Um, yeah. And as Dom said to me the other day, to like my our friend, our group chat the other day when he meant brought it up, he said, um, "Someone must have fallen asleep at DC, and someone must have cut a good trailer while no one was looking because <laughs> it was a good trailer. It was a really good trailer. I actually got chills watching it. Um, it's got color." Like, it's not got, like, that horrible, like, DCTM grimdark filter right. over it. Um, It's, like, inspiring and kind of gives, like, some backstory and, like, got some humor and a lot of action and, like, very much kind of gets Wonder Woman. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I thought it looked, it looked like a fun trailer. Uh, I just like the action stuff. I'm not as much of a DC person and I don't... I don't have any attachment to Wonder Woman other than hoping for female representation, but she was running through with the shield and dragging people down with the lasso. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, I definitely want to watch this. It's almost as if they said, hey, remember when Cap was fighting with the shield in, in Captain America? They're like, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good action sequence. I'm like, okay, we can do that with someone who actually has like real powers, not just as a beefy dude. Go do that. <laughs> And then also, like, have her other powers and stuff, which was definitely pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And she did some, like, deflection with the bracelets. That was, oh, man, it was actually, really, I should go back and watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you liked it. It seems consistent with her character. Yeah, I think so. I think, like, and I'm, like, I, I'm not, su- like, a total fake geek as regards Wonder Woman's history, but I I have read some Wonder Woman comics um, in, enough to, enough, I think, to understand like what her like mo is like what what makes her tick and i think that this movie seems to be getting that nice her accent kind of threw me off since i've never seen her in a movie because it took them this long um (laughs) like she has an accent she doesn't just sound like superman and batman wait why Mm -hmm. does superman sound like he sounds actually (laughs) shouldn't he have like a wave either like a very non-american accent from krypton or at least a very midwestern accent um you'd think so and like i'm not sure whether have I, I've never actually seen Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, how do you say her name, Gadot? I believe it's Gadot. Okay, Gal Gadot, um, IRL, um, so I don't know, but I know she's Israeli, so I don't know if that is just her English-speaking voice, and they were like, hey, let's roll with that for Wonder Woman. <laughs> the whole Amazon. Well, because Wonder Woman's supposed to be, like, she presumably grew up speaking some kind of ancient Greek, like, because uh. they're all, like, based on the Greek mythology, so you'd think... Maybe she doesn't speak English, like, perfectly well. That's fair. They're, like, unaccented English. but Right, right. And she's supposed to be bisexual in this movie? Or did I read that? Or am uh, I making that up in my head? You read that Gal Gadot is, is pleased with... She, has, she um, took the news of Wonder Woman being, like, canonically bisexual with aplomb. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to me, like... It's not it's not something that you'll see in this movie, but it does make sense to me for her character. Okay. So we will not see bisexual Wonder Woman in this movie, tragically. But We see her with Chris Pine, because I kind of don't want to see that. <laughs> Wait, so, okay. So this is before Batman vs. Superman, then? Like, by a long shot? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Gotham's greatest detective just randomly meets Wonder Woman for the first time <laughs> in that movie, not far before when she must have been doing things. Never knew about this great lady with a shield who was fighting in wars. That never happened. Not to Batman with his infinite knowledge. <laughs> World's uh, greatest detective. Couldn't figure out 
<laughs> How all these wars were getting fought. Oh, jeez. Good old DC. But that does, I, I'm looking forward to that movie. I'll probably end up seeing it. You didn't see Doctor Strange, did you? I did not. I really have Me neither. No, I just don't um, care. no impetus to see Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, well. I heard the visuals were cool. People yeah, said if you're going to see it, see it in 3D, because that actually uses it. So. Yeah, I was going to say, that's about all I've heard about it that was like genuinely like 100% positive. Like, oh, the visuals were really great. Like, okay. <laughs> cool. And I heard it was a solid movie. Like, if you take the social stuff out of it, like, it's just an alright movie. It's worth going to go see. Wouldn't rush out to do it. Yeah. If you don't want to support problematic stuff, but you really want to see this movie... Probably just wait till this coming weekend because the only box office numbers people look at are opening weekend. So it kind of doesn't <laughs> matter if it bombs in the first weekend. So yeah, if that makes you feel better, that's that might be the way to go. <laughs> but it's probably spoiled all on all online anyway, so no harm no foul. Oh yeah, I've already read the like the entire plot. So was it a decent story at least? It's an interesting story, but like the review I read made it seem like the. <sighs> I don't know how to explain it in a non-spoilery way. Yeah, then just we can just wait till next yeah, week. So, like, so, so it's no big deal. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone came here to hear about Doctor Strange. <laughs> no, yeah, I just like it seemed like the movie was trying to pu- or the movie was pushing a theme that clashed with the casting. Okay. So that's fair. As as succinctly as I can put it. <laughs> well, you are quite the word master, so. Anyway, well, here's something not strange. Here's some music, so listeners, please enjoy this music because we went and found some online, and uh, we want you to enjoy it, so we'll see you after the break. of the week which is the cool stuff we got section Don, did you get any cool stuff this week um what's your definition of cool <laughs> i got i got a box in the mail <laughs> interesting <laughs> enough to talk about yeah sure uh, why not i got a box in the mail it was marked but like unmarked you know that kind of thing like i am expecting something but i'm not sure where this came from but it doesn't look fake like it looks legit mm-hmm. so I open and it just has like a note on top that just says samsung galaxy note 7 so the dom phone saga continues uh, <laughs> they sent me the stuff to return it you know i guess there's like a fireproof carbon box in there and some carbon paper there's rubber gloves in this box <laughs> like little surgical looking gloves and according to the instructions some people may have reactions to carbon paper or whatever the heck uh, okay so they're like we know we already inconvenienced you enough we don't want you to break <laughs> out because we sent you a bomb so do what you need to do and send us this thing back but there's only room for the phones so i guess i get to keep all the accessories or whatever yay me um, but hopefully this saga comes to a close and i can just enjoy my phone in peace um and i'm looking at ordering oh god a rosalina amiibo um, it's not the Smash Bros. one, so it's actually in stock. <laughs> it's my thing. Since this is the About Dom episode, it's that's part of my Bay. aesthetic. She's been ousted as Bay, but she's up there. Oh, wow. Yes. Who's there now? Diva or Sombra? No, Diva's like a cool <laughs> buddy. Like, I, I have a lot of kinship with Lucio and Diva. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like their buddy. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh-huh. And you're not supposed to bang your friends that you go to war with. Um... Fair. You know, you're not. I'm not saying you don't. You're just not supposed to. Yeah. That's one of my fan fiction rules. That's why I don't like all this Reaper soldier crap. Because like, the, <laughs> uh, no, come on, guys. That's Reaper is very gay, just not with soldier. Come on. <laughs> but what did what did, did you get stuff this week? 
I hope we have a section. Yeah, I did get some stuff this week. Um, I got a huge stack of comic books. I my uh my buddy at the comic book shop just like bleed me dry this week because I <laughs> I I rolled up to the uh to the counter and said, "Hey, like I'm here for my pull list. Like I have two weeks worth." And he pulled out the two like packets from the two weeks and then this third enormous packet. And I was like, "Oh my god, what did I miss?" <laughs> <laughs> um, my god, <laughs> my god, what did I miss? Like. <laughs> Say both of those in a David voice. Um, Nube. Nube. But it, it, in fact, was just a bunch of comic books that he had pulled for me as just, like, things I might like that he also had liked. So <laughs> the uh, the recommendation saga continues, but one of them was the Wonder Woman 75th Anniversary Special Comic, which was very cool. It was, like, a series of one-shots and, like, not necessarily pinup art, but, like, like um, just, like, art as opposed to a story with the art. And then, like, one-shot stories of Wonder Woman performing various uh, fantastic deeds. Um, kind of like a... Fantastic feats and where to see them. Exactly. <laughs> All just kind of gathered up. They, they, it seems like they got, like, a very, like, who's who of people who have written for or drawn for Wonder Woman, in like, notably in the past. That sounds and pretty cool. To write like cool like just kind of one shot stories which was really awesome um, that's legit it's got a lot of wonder woman in this episode yeah it's a, a wonderful episode oh gosh um <laughs> is anyone being like anti-sjw bro about there being a wonder woman movie because i haven't seen anything which seems odd refreshing but odd yeah actually i haven't either maybe i'm just not maybe i've just finally curated my social media <laughs> effectively but i mean i think it's kind of it's literally at this point you have no excuse it's go make your own wonder woman is a woman already yeah like, oh uh, well she's a woman okay. and there is being directed by a woman and, and also like, this is the best looking movie dc has had so long yeah, seriously There's some guy in a fedora with diorito dust on his tank top like man i really hate women and i'm trying these damn sjw's but dc finally getting their head out of their ass so <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Uh, you get anything else this week? Yeah, my other... Besides uh, 8 billion comics? <laughs> yeah, well, my other uh, excursion for the week was yesterday. It was beautiful out. Um, it was a perfect fall day, and I was feeling, like, kind of judgmental at myself for considering <laughs> sitting in my apartment on the beautiful fall day, so I, like, put some pants on and charged up my phone and headed out <laughs> with a... Uh, with my external battery, and I walked 60 blocks <laughs> down to uh, to Barnes & Noble, catching Pokemon along the way. Apparently there are a lot of Omanites um, along Riverside, <laughs> the Hudson River. Um, huh, that's, that's odd. Yeah, it was very strange. I've seen, like, one in my life before I'm surprised today. they're still alive. It's crazy. Yeah, and I caught, like, nine yesterday. But, um, hmm. walked on down to the Barnes & Noble because I had a coupon, and I bought a book called The Secret Loves of Geek Girls that I am very excited about. It's, um, what is that? It's also an anthology, like the Wonder Woman thing, um, but it's an anthology of comics and stories and art and um, curated by Hope Nicholson, who I'm not sure who she is, but she ran a Kickstarter <laughs> originally to... like I've, I've never read anything else by her before, but she ran the Kickstarter to kind of create this this anthology. It's got a the cover art's by Noelle Stevenson, who did Lumberjanes and Nimona, and, um... Her art is so good. All of that, yeah, so good. And, um, forward by Kelly Sue DeConnick, who writes Bitch Planet, and who wrote Captain Marvel for so long. And, actually, I was... I, um, I recognized a bunch of the people in it as... who were comics writers or artists, um, but then I was surprised... or, like, for, like, big-name comic books, um, then... But I was also surprised to see Megan LeVay Heaton, um, of namesake, who we uh, we met her at um, New York Comic Con. We're trying to get her on character reveal eventually. So uh, I didn't realize she was nice in that. Much. It was nice <laughs> to uh, kind of have that touchstone. But it's the first page that you open it, and like the before even like title page or the cover page or anything, it's just a full like full bleed full um, color illustration of three girls in a con bathroom. One a black girl with braids. Like in a Deadpool costume with her like with her mask in her hand, like checking her phone. A girl in a Lolita costume, like doing her makeup in the mirror. 
and a girl in a Sailor Pluto costume, like, yelling at her friends. <laughs> and I just, like, I opened it, and I looked at that page, and I was like, okay, yes, I need this book. Like, <laughs> it was just, like, such a familiar and, like, warming, like, uh, like this this book gets geek girls kind of okay. image that I was like, yes, I'm gonna like the rest of this, even though I haven't read it yet. Solid. So. Sounds pretty dope. Pretty excited about it, and that's what I got this week. <laughs> yeah, let me know how you like it. I'm sure it's going to be awesome, but, you know, I guess I'm asking what the specific cool things are because most people aren't putting out junky anthologies, so... Yeah. <laughs> there's an assumed quality. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read past... I've read the editor's note, but not the foreword yet, so that's about as far as I've gotten. But Oh, so you read it in the store, I'm assuming. Well, I, I knew that that was what I wanted to buy going in, so... Oh, okay. So I, I had seen it at other bookstores before, and just was like, well, I wasn't going to get this, but I have a coupon, so I might as well go get it. Nice. I do I do look forward to hearing what all is in there, because reading so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, anything else that happened this week that we should probably tell the listeners about? Um, not off the top of my head. I think we're all set. Cool. Well, we should probably tell them where they can find us. Yeah, let's do that. You want me to pop this one out? Go for it. Okay, cool. I'm not even looking at the notes, so it's going to be super short. So say you like the things that I say. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if you don't, I'm surprised you're still here. But if you do, you can find me anywhere on the internet at Brother Dom. B-R-O-T-H-A-D-O-M. It's brother, not brother. There's a whole story behind it. You've been here. You know what it's about. Anywhere on the internet. Uh, not Facebook, but Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, etc., 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 forever. You can find Steph on Twitter at Captain Steph and on Tumblr at The Snow Queer. You can find this podcast on Twitter, too, because you want to know when we're having new episodes. Maybe you're not following us on your podcast catcher. It's no big deal. We get it. That'd be Character Rev. That's two R's in the middle. So it's Character R-E-V. You'll find us talking about this podcast. And so you want to get it because... You like this episode, you want to hear some more. So you'd go to our Simplecast page, and that's characterreveal.simplecast. No, it's not that. Yeah, it is. Characterreveal.simplecast.fm. Okay, it is. No, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long week somehow. It's only been three days, but it was a long week. Cool. You can also find us if you search us on Facebook and all that sort of thing. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, and you can get our RSS feed and kick it into iTunes, and it'll find it for you. And lastly, say you want to hear some long-form stuff that we get, you can go to the Lady Geek Girl Friends blog and read our posts about intersectional feminism in the nerdy space, and that is ladygeekgirl.wordpress.com, correct? It, it surely is. See, I got it. I got it. Only one little stumble, but <laughs> that's all right. You know, sometimes you got to play around with words to keep it dynamic. But listeners, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening. Tell your friends. Drop us a line if you're listening. What are we doing good? What are we doing bad? What are we doing rad? Ooh, Just feedback. Oh, yeah, you know, get a little bit radical on them, you know. <laughs> Is it a math joke or a surfer joke? No one's going to know. <laughs> anyway, listeners, you have a great rest of the day. And uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.